Welcome back, everybody, to the brink. As we are here for another episode of your favourite podcast that isn't the Oz Network or Your Eyes Vision or 007 or Off the Podium or the Qualifying Lap or the other ones that you actually listen to. Do you listen to any podcasts? Wait, me? No. Did you ever listen to any podcast before you ever met me? No. Had you even heard of the word no. podcast? <laughs> you didn't even know what a podcast no, was? I knew what a podcast was. Right. So you're not one of these ones that's like, oh my god, true crime. No. I reckon we could do a true crime one. Who, okay. what, um, who ate the last chocolate in the house? Me. Starring Mallory. Who did it? <laughs> there we go. Welcome to true crime, Oz. Uh, we are back from... Dunedin. <laughs> I never. <laughs> Sorry, I went to laugh. <laughs> I never. <laughs> Just move on. Just move on. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Yes. Uh... <laughs> it was wonderful. It's a dump. <laughs> Sorry, we went to Dunedin. Um, wait, Dunedin's a dump. Well, yeah. So, so we 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 don't like Dunedin all of a sudden. I mean, like not that much. I mean, but... I think we both commented saying it's a fairly unattractive city, but I didn't know if I'd say it was a dump. You know, me, yeah. It's like the um, oh, what would you say? Like it's like the Mark Ruffalo of cities. Like he's not unattractive. Like he's. I a... like Mark Ruffalo. No, I like Mark Ruffalo too. Like it's a he's a good decent guy, and it. He's got some character about him, but you're not going to make him star in, like, a romantic comedy with, I don't know, um, uh, who's the hottest actress right now? I don't know. Still somebody. Someone. I was going to say Cameron Diaz, but she hasn't. We worked out the other day that what? she's gone missing off the face. Where is Cameron Diaz? In America. But, like, but where, where, seriously, like, she was, like, everywhere ten years ago, and now she's just nowhere. Like... She's off with, like, Ryan Felipe or something like that. You don't know who that is. I don't know who that um, is, no. But, I mean, we, we did stuff. We we drove, which is nice. We did. Went to Harley Davidson. We did. Got your uncle a t-shirt. We did. And I went to use a toilet and couldn't use it because someone was in it. Yep. Yep. Um, what else did we do? Uh, went to our Airbnb. The guy was not there and didn't let us in. And we had to ring him and he was like, oh, I'm out. I'm like, oh, okay. And kind of just, we walked into his house. So, if anybody wants a free house in Dunedin, I can tell you where one's unlocked. Um, I wouldn't really give that up, unless he gives me a bad review. Then I will give it up. Um, then you went and looked at wedding dresses, because you're getting married to someone, don't know who. I went to a shop, walked around the city, felt nice to be in sort of a city for once. I went to Kmart, that was great, it was the best part of the weekend, we went to Kmart. Kmart! Oh, you, like, seriously, if you if you have Kmart in your lives right now... Like, Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, you know, good old Saturday night, you're bored, one o'clock in the morning in Hobart, you go to Kmart, right? It was great. Don't have Kmart in Invercargill. We'll later on this year. But Kmart, if you're listening, sponsor us. Like, we'll plug you every five seconds. Um, We had food. We did. We had a Pokeball. Not we like did. the thing you throw at Pikachu, but like other Pokey, Pocky, but what are they called? I don't know. They're good. Went to the rugby. Yep. Um, we had a coffee. This is like the most exciting <laughs> podcast ever, which is what we did on the weekend. We bought Stiggy a cat tree. We did. And he, we put it up. We're not up there I, yet. We're only halfway through the we, weekend. We put it up. Well, you wanted to. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to put it up. I didn't have a choice. Um, no, you said you didn't want to. You said you were lazy. Yeah, well, that's true. But <laughs> you've got hair on your glasses. Or is it a scratch? Uh, something else here. Um, went to the rugby. Watched the Highlanders play the Chiefs. Brew. Tie. It was a Tie. 
Um, you know that guy was kind of rude when we were sitting in his seats? Did we ever comment on that? Yeah, he was a little bit. The yeah, girl was... next to me was a little bit annoying. Why was she annoying? She was nice. She took our photo. Yeah, she just... She seemed to be like half on a phone, but then all of a sudden when something happened, she'd like get a bit excited. Yeah, but she just like kept commenting on things that I was just like, you don't need to be. The one who Please was stop. annoying was that kid a few oh, rows back. Us. All he said was like, go Highlanders, followed by, who's offside? And go Highlanders, and who's offside? That's all he fucking said. Um, so that happened, and then our phones were dead, but we made it back to our room. By that stage, he'd done something to the bed, which was nice. I fell asleep. It was good. Then we went for a drive today, and sadly, we could only go to one of the three places we were going to go to, because we... Why? Oh, we had yummy breakfast, too. Mm, we went bagels. to Nugget Point, which is nice. Serious lack of nuggets. Eat some nuggets? No. I didn't, sadly. I was going to do a nugget over the nugget, but I didn't do a nugget. Um, then we were going to go to Cathedral Caves. They're closed. Closed. Sad. Then we were going to go to Slopes Point. Out of petrol. Sad. Uh, so we went to that place with that rude woman at the information center. Was like, shut up your ass, bitch. Um, I didn't really say that too. I just I've been hanging on to that for about five hours. It wasn't that bad. Sorry, that was mean. Um, then we drove back home, and you put it. He's cat tree. We ate poutine. And I put away, not put away. Brought in all the stuff from the car. You had a poo. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> So glad you're on this show. I just, I need the audience to know about my efforts and your lack of efforts. Well, I guess you were were trying pretty hard. I was. I was squeezing and clenching (laughs) and it was plopping away. What do you mean I wasn't trying very hard? It's got a bit of an effort. You get to my age and every time you do a poo and survive, it's a win. Not that old, but like seriously, like, you know, sometimes when you do a poo and it's like, it it feels really good. Like afterwards, you're just like, ah, glad I did a poo. And you go... (laughs) But like, you, you, when you okay, you can't talk to me about poos. Last night after we went to the rugby, did a poo. And then this morning when you went to the gas station, did a poo. Like, you're like Nathan from We Could Be Heroes. Did a poo, heard the splash. That's a Chris Lee joke. Um, okay. But you know when you do a poo, it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stiggy did two poos. He did. Apparently, we're talking about poos a lot right now. Um, talk I'll, about farts later on the show. <sighs> yes, you'll hear that. Anyway, uh, so that was our weekend. We're celebrating it because we, we don't get weekends off together anymore. We don't. It's very sad. It is. It's it's sad. So, all right. Well, we're going to fill we're filled you in. We're going to come back and ask some questions very shortly. So, get yourself excited. <laughs> all right. For the penultimate ever time, funnily enough, I'm going to press this button. This is you flashback because we're very much nearly out of these folks can you believe it still the best of 2014 as we get very close to closing that out and the bits you're going to hear from today all pretty self-explanatory really hurricanes commentary highlights lou bega and bob the builder lou bega versus bob the builder to be precise and 2014 t-i-h-l season Highlights. Enjoy. Too well to advantage down the wicket and a very high shot. There's a fielder underneath it, just on the boundary. He's running and he's going to catch it. And he has a brilliant catch and fantastic there, right down near Rods. And that is the end of John O'Wells. That ball didn't look like it wanted to come down at all. 
And uh, that is the end of John O'Wells, the second wicket for the Hobart Hurricanes. Rod, you were close to that one. Uh, how was that effort? Look, it was a great catch, a really good sliding catch. He kept his eyes on the ball all the way while he was running, and he ran quite a way to take it. Shoab Malik's coming in next, so be interesting be a real challenge for Shoab Malik. Been doing well in the bowling department, but the Hurricanes hit a few runs. Joe Burns was the man who took that catch. As uh, Shoa Malik, as Rod just informed us, a man who uh, hasn't really got a hold of much uh, in terms of batting uh, this big bash league go through, has he? No, unfortunately. I think, you look, he's, he's a good player. There's no doubt about that. But um, he needs to stamp his uh, his name on the game here. Now's a good chance. We've got, you know, almost eight overs to go. There's a good opportunity here to get that run rate up and also look at the 180 plus. Rick, is there a stat here? Probably putting you on the spot in terms of this one, but obviously our middle order, we've talked a little bit about it throughout this coverage. Uh, you know, is there a sort of an average that uh, we're, we're fallen for in terms of the wickets? They tend to seem to fall pretty quickly from about this point, don't they? I could do a bit of an analysis, take a bit of time, and probably by the time the innings <laughs> is over. So. <laughs> well, as, as, as long as, uh, you know, we're keeping you at work here, Rick, That's uh, we're keeping the brain <laughs> ticking. Uh, that's what we're, uh, we're here to do on Edge Radio. As uh, the Hurricanes now 220 after that wicked show, Malik getting ready to uh, face the delivery, just getting those boots to scrape away cracks and any sort of fluff that's uh, that's that's annoying in there. As Cannon continues to bowl from the river end, it's our shot there uh, on to the leg side, a slow ball there and uh, a single taken two for 121. Interesting, uh, while that ball's in the air, they actually ran two. <laughs> Doesn't count, mind you, no. but uh, <laughs> well, that does. gives you an idea how long the ball was in the air. It was flying uh, higher than the lights here. If we had a roof at uh, Blunston Arena, it probably would have been a six. This is, this is very important to make sure Dunk stays here for a little bit longer. You wouldn't want to see two batters go out straight away. Ben Dunk is looking at that gap on the leg side. He wants to hit towards it. He's going for the final delivery. He doesn't quite get that one straight on to the offside. And a single is taken at the end of the 13th over. Hobart Hurricanes 2 for 122. Run rate 9.38. And uh, Rod, uh, looking at the screen now, some very interesting costumes there at the moment. I know that people have been told to wear purple. But uh, I'm seeing Angry Birds costume. What's going on there? Hopes continues to Malik, who gets that one on to the offside. And that's switch single. They'll look for two. They will get two here. Yes, they will. Brilliant Jumped. bit of running in between the wickets there. And uh, Shoab Malik, who I said before, been a bit slow this tournament. Uh, he's, he's woken up. He wants to run tonight. Well, well, I think actually Ben Dunk pulled him through for the game. <laughs> I think he was a bit reluctant to go. But he, uh, he had to go because Dunk was running. Well, I think we mentioned at the start of the program, it's, um, this is it. Very much it as uh, James Hopes continues from the Church Street end to Shoa Malak, who uh, gets that cut behind him there onto the offside, straight down to Rod at the Hurricanes bench and a four. Shoa Malak is here to bat, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, and that moves the Hurricanes two for 129. And that's what we need from the imports, isn't it? That's exactly right. You, you've got, you're an experienced player. You should be able to take this and assess the situation. That was a brilliant piece of work there. Fielders up on that side. Nice little dab, four runs. Wasn't that a no classy risk. shot? No, very. Not a classy shot, but no risk. Hopes continues now to Shoah Malik, who this time just blocks it onto the onside. No run taken. Shoah Malik, uh, no doubt, would be very happy. He's got some runs tonight. Of course, got the golden duck the other night. <laughs> zero off zero. Uh, zero uh, is not the thing you want to have in cricket, and uh, particularly when you don't even face the ball. 
the good thing is he's got another string to his bow. He will do. A, he'll he'll be uh, very much a part of the bowling attack tonight. Hopes has two more deliveries left of his spell as he continues now to show Malik. But this time goes up. What a shot onto the leg side, over to the building side. As I said, the filters uh, in that the buildersman over there uh, wanted to catch that one. It is a six. Magnificent shot. And uh, that, where, where has his batting been all uh, season, Mike? That's well, uh, an incredible shot. Maybe he's saving the best till last. I hope those construction workers are on the, on the clock too. They'll be doing a bit of work over there the, uh, no, later on this evening. No backlift. Not an incredible <laughs> no. shot. Just a short arm. He just punched that, but he picked it, he picked up the length of the of the ball very quickly. That's the most work I've seen for construction workers past uh, <laughs> seven o'clock uh, well, we, ever. You'll have the union on the air, Ben. What did you think of the Bob the Builder version of Mumbo Number no. Five released a couple of years after your version? Oh yes, actually I like it very much, but. These guys never ever, you know, I mean, Bob the Builder kind of stole that song and never even, you know, paid anything to our collection right. of people. So I can't give him too much love. No. Even though he's a cute little fella, he, he's been involved in some thievery, so, you know. <laughs> him alongside Aria owe you some money. <laughs> exactly, man. I'm calling you up, Bob. I'm getting you wherever you go. You're hiding. I'm coming at you. Even if you're somewhere in the hills around Tasmania, I'm getting you. <laughs> Come on, Bob. Come on. Get the buddy to Lou. Get him out to Australia. Once again, Richard Fox is being very well contained by the Red Barons and not allowing him any close opportunities. So Richard's forced to take these long shots. We've got 45 seconds on the clock. Kathleen James on the ice now for the Cougars. Turns it over to Adams. But uh, James gets it back. Pounces on it, though. She nearly had an opportunity to get a first goal for the season as uh, Richard Fox takes it on. He just pushed the net out of the way. He said, get her out of my way, everyone. Richard Fox is coming through. And he's been held there by Scotty Reed. Graham Falk comes in with a shot. Just goes wide. And uh, Matty Adams not happy with a bit of treatment there because he's lost it. And Graham Fall has flicked it in the back of the net, meanwhile. Oh, and Richard Fox is not happy. Oh, Richard Fox has just struck Hargraves. Oh, Richard Fox with the right fist. He's not happy. He's off. I think he's gone for the game. And he is not happy. Oh, he's back on the ice here, Richard Fox. It's it's on. And uh, the, meanwhile, the, the, the clock has ended. Now, I think this has uh, stemmed back a little bit because there was a little bit of aggression before that goal happened. There was a stick gone. And Richard Fox is not happy. That right fist definitely collected Hargraves. Hargraves has a blood nose, meanwhile. And uh, Richard Fox, when he was sent off, also shoved Polari, the ref. And they're still going at it here. And I think you can hear Dean Hargraves, who has just said, we should not see this in our game. Can he get it over to Derby? He's decided to take this all by himself. Skated all the way back into the neutral pass. The blue line goes for that long shot. Thank you very much. And gets the goal. That's a hat trick for Brendan Rose. Well, I was wondering what he was doing there. He just casually skated behind his own net. Up into the neutral zone on the blue line. Took the shot. Bang. Yeah, game on. It's back to 5-3 now. They're in with the shot. Absolutely. We know how quickly the Sharks like to score. They came right back against the Falcons back in that first game in round two. So the Sharks definitely still in with this one. I mean, we've only played uh, six minutes in this period. There's tons of time still left in this match for them to now to come back. Cockrell now with that puck. Goes the long shot! Oh! Cockrell! They 
Thank you very much. Two goals in a minute for the Sharks. And what did we say, Paul? We've got a game in our hands. Oh, yeah. And with that, we do. Yeah, it's even right back. A 5-4. It is. And they are coming. They've got the momentum at the moment. The Sharks will sweep on this one now. Rose will try and control it. London goes back against the board. Ten seconds. Parcel has his puck. Gets it to Pike. Seven seconds. Park will go against Cockrell. It gets a magnificent work. Four seconds on the clock. Cockrell, two on one opportunity. Great save, Joel Richardson. Stopped a certain goal at the death. And uh, Richardson just waits down there. And uh, oh, Rose. Oh, Rose has had a swing at Parcel. Rose and Parcel are into this here. Oh, it's on. London's having to get in there and stop. They were having some words there. And uh, Rose had a swing. I think he connected there by the looks of things. And Parcel not wanting to retaliate. He just goes off and says, look at that. He went it. And Rose is not a happy camper. And he's, he's come off here and he'll go in to the rooms. And that could be it for Brendan Rose this evening. He's just waiting there at the boards. That was an interesting little uh, go there. That was a, that was a real uh, attempt at, at, a, at a brawl there, I think. Um, yeah, but the gloves weren't dropped. So from what I'm hearing, apparently it's only a five-minute penalty if that's what happened. But Graham Fall, I think he, uh, he gave him the match to sit out. And uh, Cockrell just dumps that one back. A minute ten to go. I think this is all uh, pretty much done and dusted. The Falcons are not looking chance there. Oh, Hornery's taking it. Oh, he's, he, I think he's taking the, uh, the old Italian soccer team advice there. He's gone down, the, uh, the old horn dog. <laughs> I wanted to get that one in. Um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's the opposite. Let's call that the hornery corner. <laughs> yes, you've got the face it is, the hornery corner. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Cross got an elbow up there, there's no doubting about that, but I don't think it really connected with him too well, and uh, Hornery, as well as being a bit of an angry man, is also a bit of a hidden actor. Maybe seen him at the Playhouse in uh, The Talented Mr. Ripley or something like that. 38 seconds to go here, the Sharks two goals up, and the miracle is going to happen here for the Falcons. We're into the helmet of Polari there. Pilari, uh, Parcel has it with Cross, and Parcel will come away with this. So we've got 28 seconds to get something here. Polari holding him against the boards well. Parcel has it, tries to get it towards me, and he smacks himself on the board, 18 seconds on the clock. Me has it, runs into Graham Paul. The ref is trying to get out of the way. Fighting hard against the board. 12 seconds on the clock. The Sharks are going to have a win here. The Falcons are going to fall their second game in a row. The puck is just fought hard against the boards. It's not coming out. Five seconds on the clock. It's not going to matter. Rose claps his hand. He knows they've won. There it is. And Cross and Parcel are now having a bit of a go. Parcel once again in the thick of it. And it doesn't matter. Oh, and Cross has dropped his gloves. Cross has dropped his gloves. Oh, he's shoving it out into it. Oh, it's on again. He's really pushing it hard. He's grabbed the helmet there of Parcel. And uh, Hornery is holding him back. And uh, they're going to have to break this up. Cross dropped the gloves. And that is a sign in ice hockey that uh, they want to dance, Paul Latrell. Yeah, uh, Parcel, he's been the focus of everyone's aggression tonight. Um, I, I think we're going to get some post-match entertainment as well after the, after the second game outside, apparently. Fox <laughs> is really launching. Oh, that was a hard hit. That was a very hard hit against Scott Reid. Bangs against the board. And Richard Fox will go off and have a, a rest and their head's back. And that will be him out for the rest of the game too. Yeah, that's a massive disadvantage to the Cougars. The Barons, they look, they look likely here. Um, they're going to launch. Wow. A power play with 90 seconds on the clock. Fox is out of this match unless 
the Red Barons, of course, score here, then the power play will be over. But, um, wow, this is a big moment for the Barons for the comeback of the season. Reed this time is the one who shoves down Nick Fall. Nick Fall dumps it up to the other side. It's only Graham and Nick on the ice now. Brendan Rose, Scotty Reed, Matty Adams. The heroes here for the Barons. Adams tries to get it to Rose. Great defensive work from Nick Fall. Now a chance here for Scott Reed with the shot. And the crossbars goes back down. Oh, so close to Rose. The winners. Oh, it's gone over the top. 44 seconds. Adams. That hit the crossbar and looked like it was going to roll down in there, but it just couldn't happen. Rose and the pass went over. It was 30 seconds. As, as Rose argues, the clock is counting down. He's got to get on with it here. 28 seconds. Reed up against Fall. Rose for the long shot with the blue line. Great save there from Morella. Dump back there from Nick Fall. Chance now here for Brendan Rose. He gets it off the pace of Capacci. 15 seconds on the clock. Reed falls over himself. Nick Fall has his puck up against the board. Dumps it 10 seconds on the clock. Last roll of the dice here for the Red Barons. Rose just dumps that one. Oh, that would have been a miracle goal. And that's going to be it. Two seconds, one second. It's over. It's over. It's all over. We have our first tie for 2014. Shoots! Save there from Elliot, who's just been so good in that long-range shot. Oh, puts it in! He gets it! It's all level! Graham Ford did what he did last week and gets an equaliser around about this time as well. I think it was a little bit less time on the clock this time, but literally there should be a minute less on the clock because of that in a minute. It's 8 all. Someone's going to get hurt now. <laughs> Richard Fox gets this one back to Graham for Polari. Clears the danger. Oh, Barella's come right out of his crease. Danger here for the Cougars, but they've cleared it away. Sam Fall with a very long dump shot just wide. Lovely pass from Sam Fall to Richard Fox. Finds Graham Fall in space, but Bond somehow, as he does all night, just covers that. Oh, oh, no, he chased there for Elliot. He's just, he saved it and put it in. It's good, has it? Did it skate back in now? The net has come out. Will it count? Because the net had been pushed out of its slot. They're shaking their heads. No goal. No goal. And Richard Fox just... Uh, you, you nearly, both of you, just uh, had to give me some space there for a moment because... In all fairness there, I don't think it was a goal because the net was out of its uh, place just as it went in. So uh, it would have been a very unlucky decision for the Sharks to have that one scored against him. Now Graham Fall's going to come out here. Richard Fox is still staying out there. So Richard Fox has stayed out there and he looked, I don't think they're going to pull Richard off now. With 90 seconds on the clock, this is only good for uh, the Sharks because, of course, the clock doesn't stop in the Tasmanian Ice Hockey League. And with 90 seconds on the clock... Fox, Sam Fall and Graham Fall will be the last line here and Rose Facer. Rose still going. Now Sam Fall back in that club's corner. Just stop there from uh, Facer and uh, Graham Fall will collect this one. He's got Rose on one side to uh, stop him and uh, high stick. And um, You'd be happy with that extra minute now. It gives them a chance to win. Well, yes, I'll be happy with the extra minute if they win. But <laughs> as uh, we've got one minute on the clock, so the, the clock literally should be over right now because we have played 20 minutes, but we're going to play 21. The, uh, there's all in it here for the winner. Now Rose, he goes into the club corner, shoots just wide. The puck's gone out, has it? No, it's still aimed in. Richard Fox still has it now towards Sam Fall. Sam Fall, a long shot, Elliot. Great save. 
Cockrell behind the net. Still goes along the boards. Cockrell towards everyone. Now he's taking it on himself here. Leighton Cockrell still going. Leighton Cockrell's going to finish. Leighton Cockrell! 34 seconds on the clock. He puts it in. What did I tell you? The extra minute on the clock. Oh, I, would, I, would, I want to take this to the tribunal. They need to speed it up. Come on. 18 seconds. They can still get it, but I don't think they will. 12 seconds on the clock. 10 seconds. They've pulled the goalie. Barella's out, and Rose is going to put an empty net. Oh, he's missed it. Five seconds on the clock towards Graham Fall. Graham Falls. Oh, they stopped it. And Rose for the last minute. I call this dirty. There was an extra minute. Oh, this is this is this is a sport you don't want to have if you've got a heart problem. And what a match! What a season! Face off, shot, goal there from Cockrell. And oh, Cockrell comes in and just says, "How you doing?" To old Joel. Oh, and here comes Highland. Gives him a shove. Well, 18 seconds on the clock and we've still got every opportunity to have a bit of a punch on. And Highland is coming in to protect his uh, netmind. And off he goes. Well, Luke Highland will spend the closing moments of 2014 in the bench. <laughs> well, that sums up this match. It's been, it's been tough. It's been hard. And... Everyone for the Falcons is congratulating Luke Highland for standing up for Joel Richardson. He's the only one out there, Joel, who just hasn't even bothered to shove anyone at all tonight. He's, he's popped a few. He's getting belted physically. So I'm motioning to the car park saying he wants to meet him out there. Well, obviously, uh, unfinished business. See how it goes. We're into the final 10 seconds. The Falcons just absolutely dominate this evening. They've dominated the season for 2014. They are your back-to-back champions. 2013-2014. The Falcons are premiers. But it doesn't matter. There's been an accident, uh, an incident there. Cockrell v Pike. It's over. Well, they've ended the season on a massive big bang. And Rob Pike, he's up. He's celebrating with his teammates. His first premiership medallion in the Tasmanian Ice Hockey League. And what an absolute superb match. What a superb season. Premiers 2014, the Falcons. Now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the part where we ask our 500 emergency questions written by the guy. Richard Herring. Thank you. Um, and it's Ben's turn to ask the questions this week. Very exciting. A little bit more energe- energetic than I am. A little bit being a bit of an understatement. All right. Gosh. We're up to 361 to 380 this week. She's going to sneeze, everybody. Don't pressure, don't pressure. Sneeze, 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 sneeze. Oh, don't it's sneeze. Gone. It's gone. gone. All right, cool. All right, 361. What is the most unusual thing that you've ever used as a toilet paper substitute? I don't know. I tried to use um, the toilet roll itself after it had done. Because like, we used to have like a box of tissues near the toilet, like if you ran out of toilet paper, right? Yeah, that's what we always had too. But we didn't have any tissues that time either. We didn't have anything. So like literally I got like the cardboard from the toilet roll and like ripped it open and tried to wipe my bum with that, but it's not the brilliant... I peed on one of my cats once, um, <laughs> accidentally. Um, I don't know if that counts. Dumb cat. Well, like, 
Because, like, where we used to live, we'd have this rumpus room under the house. And, oh, you've told me this story. And, like, we'd have to go all the way to the other end and upstairs go to the toilet. So, like, oh, fuck that. So, Dad and I used to have this thing where we would call checking the ropes. So, you'd open the garage door because that's where Dad would park. And there was a boat, an old boat that Dad used to have there. And there was ropes attached to it. So, we'd just walk out there and pee. And then one time I was peeing there and my cat r- ran underneath the stream. So Dumb cat. <sighs> Rip smoothie. All right, 362. Where did your family go on holiday when you were a child? I don't know. We did the Disney thing. We did um, Ontario like a few times. All the luxurious spots. Yeah. That's it? And like road trips? Yeah, but you like border a country so you can... Go like, oh, I'm going to America this weekend. Yeah, we had we did a road trip to I think it was a road trip to Oregon. Um, I don't know if we ever really did Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's better. I've never actually been to Oregon, so I can't really comment. I like Oregon. Trailblazers did well the other day, but I'd run gone for the Nuggets. Uh, uh we used to go to Coles Bay, so that's that's it. I'm outfield in the winter. So, uh, three sixty three. Where who would you place? In the inner circle of hell. She's quiet. I'm trying to think of... I don't know. You don't know. No. Taylor Swift. That's rude. No. (laughs) So I don't have more energy with these. Could you live without the internet? Because if you say you can't, you fucking can. Yes. Well, I mean, if we didn't have the internet, you wouldn't be listening to us right now. I, I've lived without the internet. I didn't have the internet until I would have first used the internet when I was like 12. And then we didn't get the internet at home until I was 17. Because, like, my parents just did not want to get the internet for, like, so long. And then finally they caved in and got it. So, uh, I mean, what am I, 32? I've gone more than half of my life without having the internet at home. So, I've nearly, in two years' time, half of my life would have had the internet at home. So... Look, I honestly, like, I, I know it's probably a, a stretch because, again, we're producing this over the internet and you and I are always on the internet. It's just we met on the internet. Great. But I honestly think that if I had that option, like, and there was an incentive behind it, I could. It'd be nice. I reckon I could. I, I really like, you know how they now have Wi-Fi on planes now? Mm-hmm. They're starting to put Wi-Fi. Like, I like that moment being on a plane when you can't use your phone and go on the internet. Like, I, just, I know. it's a, You kind of feel like, yeah, okay, two hours without the internet. Or is that just me? That's just you, but Okay, that's fine. anyway. So, anyway, long story short, yes, I could. Uh, do you remember, 365, do you remember the first time you were stung by a bee or a wasp or a similar yellow-black striped flying stinging insect? I've never been stung by a bee or a wasp. I remember the first time my brother was. He stepped on it, and it was bad. Is he allergic? Um, I don't think so. But we were really young. I don't remember the first time I was. I've been bitten by a spider, and I nearly died. I was a baby. Um, and I've been bitten by a jack jumper. That bloody hurt. And the ants that jump up on you. They're not, they're not fun. I've been stung by a jellyfish. And I've been bitten by a possum. And an eel. So. There you go. Yeah, and I survived. It took me a really... And a stiggy. T- <laughs> it took me a really long time to get stung by a bee, but I don't remember the first time. I was probably like 14, but Jared was really young. I just, just never have. Just, just something just hasn't happened. So if I gave you... Four thousand pounds. Would you put a pumpkin on your head? If not four thousand, then how much would it take for you to lower a jack of lan- jack o' lantern 
filled with the ejaculant of five men over your hair and oh, face. Oh, that's disgusting. Damn, would you have done it for less than four? So basically, a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin filled with cum. A cumpkin. For 4,000 pounds? That's hardly anything. I reckon, like, a oh, lot more hairs. than that, please. So, but, but, I mean, how long do I have to have it on me for? Like, is it a case of, like... Also, like, am I just balancing it on my head? No, I'm guessing you have to put your head in, like, a mask. But, like, if, if it's, like, a five-second thing, then, like, 100 grand. Sure. But, like, Good if number. I have to wear it for, like, five minutes, then, like, 500 grand. Like, that's that's a lot of... That's, that's lot disgusting. It's a lot of semen. Moving on. Uh, 367, which is preferable, starch or ambiguity? Now, starch is like the stuff you put in your clothes, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, ambiguity, I know that word. I know that word. Um, ambiguity, the quality of being open to more than one interpretation. Well, I feel like I am ambiguous. I am open to many interpretations of things, depending on what they are. We're going to go with ambiguity. That word is better. Is that stuff you put in your clothes? Uh, I think of like potato starch. Like, Uh, anyway, sure, we'll go with that one. Three sixty-eight. Would you rather be an orchestra that has been assimilated by the Borg and endlessly plays only orchestral versions of Mel and Kim songs, or a cart horse that has to pull a cart full of the corpses? Of all your cart horse friends around all day long. The first one. But is otherwise treated well and gets Sunday off. <laughs> That's not funny. I don't know who Mel and Kim are. I don't either, but the Fuck first it, one. Fuck it, second one. Why not? I get Sunday off. Uh, 369. Can you smell that? Nope. <laughs> Underneath uh, it says, if you sniff during this, this suggests you can smell something, they will try and smell it too, and you can have a lively concept. Conversation. conversation about what the non-existent smell is. 370. How cracked slash broken does a mug have to be before you throw it away? It depends. At work, not very. Um, I'd assume at work, you'd, as soon as there's a... As soon to... as there's a chip, yeah, because it's not food safe anymore. Um, I would like to as soon as there's a chip, throw things away. But I get sentimental, so I can't. I So, like, if it's really broken. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. If it's, if, like, if it's a cup that really doesn't mean anything to me, bye. But, like, I got a mug when I went to Warner Studios in LA, and it was a Central Perk mug, like, from Friends. And I'd use that all the time. That was my coffee cup, but then it broke, so the handle broke off it. So I couldn't use it. I'd still use it. No, I didn't. Blew the handle back on. Anyway, so I just kept the mug. And, mm. yeah, so. Um, 360, 371. Can, yep. <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Yours was worse. <laughs> and that's why no one listens to me. Who smells? Now, hang on, hang on. Let's go back. 369. Can you smell that? <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, it really does. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and that's why we're getting married. Uh, 371. Can you believe you read this far or are you just dipping in? I mean, the challenge was to read all of them, so... It's taken us a long fucking time. Um, 372. Do you have what it takes to be a berserker? Yes. Sure. 
I'm already berserker. 373. If you could be any character in William Ringpiece Thackeray's Vanity Fair. I'd be Joe. Which character would you be? What do you mean you haven't read it? Go on, read it. I will wait here for you to finish and then come back and tell me. No, you can't just watch the film. I read an article on VanityFair.com. I've never seen it or read it. No, I believe it's about a fair that's very up itself. 374, when you were a child, did you have an imaginary friend? No. I had an imaginary dragon. Actually. He used to live in a tree where I caught the bus. <laughs> Shut up! Leave my imagination. That's so cute. Three seventy-five. How? What would... color was he? Green. Aww. Color would a dragon be? Dumb question. All dragons are green. <laughs> How dare you? How would you say three seventy-five? How would you say human life would what be? What was his name? Oh no, dragon. How would? <laughs> it was just a boring imaginary dragon. It was a dragon. Right. Did it ever light the tree on fire? Yes. How would you say human life would be improved if, like birds and lizards, we had cloaca, that's poo, I'm guessing, instead of our... Well, because the cloaca machine's what the poo machine's called at... Um, Mona. Yeah. Instead of our sexual urinary organs and anuses. What? Interesting fact. So, so hang on, what? You have poo. Whoa, hello, microphone. Um, Wait, hang on a minute. Just let me... Let me fathom what's going on here. Hold my phone for a second. Well, you can't really because you got a blanket. Um, so wait, if I've got poo instead of sex organs? Yeah. Is that is that what they're trying to say here? You really think we should re- re-read these ahead or... Are you, what are you doing? <laughs> She's just staring at my phone. It basically... This, this is very interesting. I hope you're still listening after that fart thing before. So, how's your weekend? Oh, no, she's giving it back to me. All right, so hang on a minute. I, I need... This is an interesting thing. Cloaca. It's basically you poo and pee at the same time. Is an animal anatomy. Is a per- posterior orifice that serves as the only... Oh, yeah, good to see you doing that again. Is It serves as the only... Because you're moving the cord underneath your feet. Is the only opening for the digestive, reproductive, and urinary tracts. So, basically, you've only got one hole. Yeah. So, you poo... You pee, and you do naughty things. It would be terrible. Please no. That, no, like that would be terrible. You know, for a very long time, um, I always thought that like women peed out of everywhere. Like I didn't know there was a separate bit that women peed out of down there. I mean, I've only got the one bit down there. If you don't fart again, like we're having a serious conversation about cloaca. Anyway, uh, we're getting too too much information here. 376. Stop farting! <laughs> 376. Have you ever... Have you ever been... <laughs> this question's funny. <laughs> you don't even know what this question is. How, I can't smell it. Have you ever been to the toilet at the same time as Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Like, honestly, there's got to be at least one time in your life that you're, like, going to the toilet and at the exact moment Benedict Cumberbatch is going to the toilet. Yeah, realistically, yes. I reckon Benedict Cumberbatch is a folder. With a name like that, he has to fold. Like, come on now. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. He's a great guy. Um, 377. If you had to swap your sexual organs for an animal, not the sexual organs of an animal, but for the entire animal, if you had to, which animal would you swap with? So you'd have a cat, you'd have a... Yep. I, I've i got to say it now. You'd have a, a a pussy where your 
democracy is. But that's why it's fun. I, I really hope your mum's listening to this. I would have a slug. <laughs> a giant flying eagle. <laughs> no, I'd have a snake. I'd have an anaconda. Because, baby, you ain't got none with my anaconda. What's that? How's it go? Your anaconda. My anaconda don't got none unless you've got buns, hun. There it is. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. I like big... No, wrong. I already have an anaconda down there. Um, 378. What is your favourite punchline? Mine was today. So, on the road today, the funniest thing. We were eating a bag of chips and a chip fell on Mallory. It landed on her shoulder. And I said, you've got a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> Ben thinks he's so funny. This shit doesn't write itself. There was a chip on her shoulder. Like, it was actually on her shoulder. I spilt milk. You're doing the thing with the feet. I spilt milk once and I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. Okay. Um, 379. Second last question for today. If you could kickstart anything, what would it be? Our poutinery. Yes. Good question. That or uh, a decent podcast. Uh, and 380. Oh, come off it. I was clearly referring to the popular crowdfunding website. Any ideas for that? Oh, because he wrote underneath it a motorcycle because I love motorcycling. Rum, rum. <laughs> rum, 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 rum. Oh, it's, it's funny. What was... um? Is it, uh, it's on Lena and Woodley, isn't it, when he's talking about how whenever he hears a motorbike, he re- it reminds him of his mother? Mom! Mom! Yeah. Yep, that's funny. All right. Um, well, we did well today. Good job. We farted in the middle of a segment, so. Woo! Uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's add that all bodily ben. functions to it. All right, moving on. <laughs> We said earlier that it was the penultimate time of this segment, or well, that segment from before. I didn't mean to say that. Never mind. Uh, the, also, the, just just press this button, Ben. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. It's the penultimate ever Forget the Lyrics, at least in terms of playing classic ones. We will try and do new ones in the future, but... Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Uh, we've got a few to play for you today. You're going to hear Dakota's version of We Will Rock You. We're going to hear my version of We'll Be Coming Back. You're going to hear Josh and my version of What About Me. And you're going to hear Sam and my version of What Does The Fox Say. Alright, let's do it. Ben's half birthday. Woo! Ben's half birthday is today. It's the 18th of September, it's his half birthday, he's got some stuff happening in six months, his birthday in six months, it's his half birthday today, buddy it's your half birthday, you can celebrate with word today, but no one cares, so too bad. You better go back into your bed. It's your birthday in six months. It's your birthday in six months. I think I'm finished singing about 
bent off birthday Cause I can't think of anything else to say Because I'm a disgrace Somebody better do something some, You know, I'm done I'm done Yep, we're done. Yep. Yep. We're done. We are done. We are finished. No, you don't have a solo. No. See, Ben says that he's playing, but there's actually like a guy standing next to him playing the guitar. He's lying. It's alright. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, we get it, Ben. Text in if you care about Ben's birthday. Half birthday. Or if you don't care, tell us. Went to the bar just the other day. I looked over and saw a lady by the bay. She was wearing this lovely pantsuit A nice little hat on top I said to her Can I buy you a beverage? She said to me Yes you can please My name's Camilla I used to be royal Now I'm gonna come back to your house Ben We're gonna go and draw with a pen I went back to my house with Camilla She said let's go We walked around for 20 miles Then we went around <laughs> I don't know where that bit went I walked around with Camilla Parker Bowles This is a dubstep bit, Josh A bit of the dancing So if this was a film clip Camilla would be breaking it down right now just trying to do a bit of the DJ. Ah. I am <laughs> She really enjoyed her time at my house the other day. Day. She said, Ben, how much do I have to pay? <laughs> Just shook his head. <laughs> I said, Camilla, it's free for you. Come into my toilet. Try out doing a poo and do the reverse kanga because we really want to see you try. If you thought this show couldn't get any worse today, I just talked about royalty sitting on the toilet. Now that's really wrong. I think it could have been worse if we mentioned a bong. Now it's time to wrap this up. Bless you, Josh. It's time to go away. I went on a date with the Majesty. She's not really a Majesty, but uh, no, no. It is ready. It is time. Let's get into it. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, there's a little koala sitting in the gum tree near the shop. He is looking at the road, wondering what's down there. He sees a car driving past. 
He looks to his daughter, falls off the tree, and lands on the car, but survives. And says, why did I die? I don't know why. It didn't hurt that I don't want to cry. You see, I'm just a car, and now I lost my gum tree. There's a little kangaroo sitting in the grass waiting down there waiting all his life trying to eat the trees but he looked around heard a little four-wheel drive and feed and he ran away from the thing away from the thing he didn't survive the shooters came after him and kangaroo I thought you see He's on the board He's so sure That he's not gonna get bored What and What does Booney say? We're not up to that part yet There you are Ding uh, What does Booney say? Ding 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 Dong 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 Bring me another beer Oh, yeah, you still going or is it my turn? It's your turn. My turn? Give 
Sam has no fear about singing on. Forget the lyrics. Now that he's on the board of Cricket Tasmania, expect a lot more beer drinking. The mo has grown. It's really long. It has a bit more grey hair in it. But it doesn't matter, because Booney's awesome. How will he come on this show, 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 show? Booney, come on the brig. He's on the board of Cricket Tasmania to drink, 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 drink. Booney, have a drink. Booney, drink. What does Booney drink? Beep, 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 beep. On the plane, 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 plane. Booney, Booney, Booney. Sam, how does Booney go? I want to play a bit of a snippet for you right now of a funny bit that happened during the Benamel Variety Hour last week. Of course, the Benamel Variety Hour can be heard each week live on a Wednesday evening on Radio Southland 96.4 FM if you are listening to us in Invercargill or via radiosouthland.org.nz. That's about uh, around 6 p.m. Australian time if you're listening to us in Australia and for other time zones, you might need to Google that. Uh, But this is a little bit of a segment or a little section that kind of went a bit funny when it came to talking about certain bodily functions. FlatulenceSolutions.com FlatulenceSolutions.com All right, go for it. It's a 6.8 on the rectum scale. (laughs) Air bagel. Air biscuit. Airbrush the boxers. Air tulip. These are in alphabetical order, if you're wondering. And the last five are Wallop, Whiff, Whoopie, Whopper, and Zinger. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Like, I need you to just, just go back. Oh, and... you could pop a fluffy. Can you... <laughs> Hang on. Say that one for me again. Which one? Just that one that you just said. Pop a fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, keep going, keep going. Give, give me, give Lay me some an more. egg. Oh, hang on, I'm gonna try that one again. Lay an egg. Horton, here's a poo. (laughs) Who came up with this list? I I love this. Keep going. Fire a stink torpedo. (laughs) That's what this show's resulted in. We've dropped a (laughs) (laughs) fart jokes. Doing the two cheek sneak. Oh, this is so good, though. A cheek flapper. <laughs> Are you okay? This is... <laughs> Ben's, like, very red and laughing right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what a fart is? It's a foul howl. No, not funny. <laughs> My drum kit's broken. Can you explain this one to me? Get out and walk Donald? (laughs) The duck? (laughs) I don't don't get it. Oh, you shouldn't have found this website. This is the new segment. (laughs) This is what happens when you you make us... Don't do the singing segment anymore. It's a whole flapper. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That was a really delayed... Try it again. Try, Try it again. 
Oh no, hang on. too soon. Too soon. Stop cutting the cheese. Try it. Try it again. Try it again. No, the one you said before. I don't remember what the, the whole one I flapper. Said How about the panty burp? <laughs> Why can't I find this website? It's literally the first thing that comes up. What did you type in? Oh, we need to go to music. I um, typed in uh, euphemisms for farting. Oh, uh, you are tuned into the Ben and Mariah. So the, the moral of this segment is if you are... Rebuilding a... the ozone layer. Oh, it's not working. Remember, you can listen to that live on a Wednesday or on replay on a Friday or just head to Radio Southland.org.nz and download the podcast. Probably easier, let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to close it out? Heck yeah. Your knee is getting very close to my uh, anaconda um, and now you're touching my penis. That's lovely. <laughs> uh, I really hope your mum is listening to this. Can I just point out, she just sexually assaulted me. I did not give her permission to do that. That is sexual assault right here on the podcast. She she groped me. I want to file a complaint. I'm calling triple one. She sexually assaulted me on this podcast. It's not a laughing matter. I just don't understand why you say it out loud, like, immediately. Because like. you're still touching my doodle. <laughs> just calm down, all right? Wait till we at least off air before you start feeling me up. All right? We are going to leave right now and end this podcast. <laughs> Jesus, Piggy McGee's on the show right now. Stop it! Uh, like as always, follow us on Twitter, subscribe. What is she doing? I'm making a wet <laughs> Oh, goodness. This episode. I just I don't get it. Why are you saying it out loud? Like, what, that you were touching me inappropriately? The listeners don't need to do. Well, the listeners don't exist. <laughs> um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on all the relevant channels, and tune in next week, as no doubt she'll probably murder me live on air. What? I don't know. Uh, in the meantime, terrible. please do... Keep sucking those oranges, Hope or Cargill. And Eden. <laughs> and... Night-night. Say it into the microphone. Night-night. Night-night.